to get the show cracking, have I got a gift for you, Lockie, or, or do I? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> this article comes out of The Guardian, was written by Mark Brown and Hannah J. Davies. The tossed salads and scrambled eggs are calling again, and Frasier <laughs> is coming back in the building. It has been announced <laughs> with the return of one of television's most successful sitcoms. A reboot of Frasier has been ordered by the new US streaming service Paramount Plus with Kelsey Grammer returning to the title role. One he debuted as Diane's new boyfriend in an episode of Cheers in 1984. Little detail has been revealed about the show beyond the fact that Grammer will reprise his role and serve as executive producer. Many fans argued on social media that the show would not be the same if it did not include Crane's neurotic brother Niles, played by Mm -hmm. David Hyde Pierce, physical therapist Daphne, played by Jane Leaves, or producer Roz, played by Perry Gilpin. Circumstances mean there can be no return for uh, for his coarse but caring father, Martin Crane. The actor John Mahoney died in 2018, nor for Eddie the Wirehead Jack Russell after the death of Moose in 2006. Oh, I don't know why. I, sh- I should have just not included that bit. It was very sad. Yeah, but... that was a bummer. Um, oh, I mean, that is a bummer. But They went yeah, through man, quite I... a few Eddies in the, in the original show, though, so... Oh, I bet. And man, I was listening to the Inconsolables last week and and, uh, Sam brought this up. Shout out to those wonderful peeps over there. And yeah, as soon as I heard Frasier was getting a reboot, like anyone who listens to the show knows that that, uh, Lockie likes to throw the odd uh, Frasier reference in here and there. It's something that's like ingrained into his DNA. I'm so curious to know what you have to say about Frasier. Yeah, I love Frasier so much. I feel like a lot of my a lot of my sense of humor it, it's like okay so how do you say this in not a wanky way it i feel like it was such <laughs> it was a show that i loved so much and it, and it felt and it was just like i loved a lot of sitcoms like i loved from the 90s like the nanny and um I loved friends but frasier was my absolute favorite that's that's in my mind the creme de la creme of sitcoms and like it it just always has a special place uh, place in my heart whenever my family loves it and whenever we go through a cycle where we haven't watched it in years my family like my family will be watching it and i'll come down and like i'll just get to revisit that that show again so that's that's sort of like a that's sort of like a comfortable center you know coming back to it (laughs) it's nostalgic but it is still genuinely funny. It was very cleverly written. It's still applicable in a lot of ways today. Um, it doesn't feel all that out of place in sort of modern sense of comedy. So, like, yeah, definitely, I think it's an amazing show. And I'm so, so fucking happy to hear that it's getting rebooted. But, big but now, is that reboots usually suck. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of reasons why that happens. And that's because most of the people that were on the original project are gone they're either dead or they can't get onto the project for whatever reasons due to politics what have you and most of the actors are gone as well and so as you say before um what's his face mahoney um the guy who played martin his last name was mahoney right it's like john john mahoney or john mulaney yeah john mahoney yep that's it john mahoney sorry john mulaney is the comedian yeah, John Mahoney, like, he was really great in his role, so it's it's sad knowing that he won't be able to reprise it because 
if I said, if I had a core of who I would see as the show needing to come back, I would have said him. Mm. Um, I would have said David Hyde Pierce as Niles. And I would have said Kelsey Grammer as Frasier. I like Roz and I like Daphne, but I think those characters, especially Daphne, like Daphne started off as like, as their psychic therapist. So she was, so this show came about at right at the end of the nineties. And in the nineties, you had to have a gimmick and like, you had to have like a, you had to have some sort of wacky element to it. And, and that was their way of bringing in the wacky was having this, you know, psychic British lady. And so nowadays I don't think it's too, I don't think it's very um, politically sort of um, appropriate to just make fun of someone sheerly because they're from another country. Um, so Britain and, you know, the psychic stuff we can, we can probably drop or like really like they, they also decide they also got sick of the psychic stuff because towards the end of the show, like she never did the psychic stuff. Um, mm. So like, yeah, they even got bored of that. Um, and then Roz She's a good, she was a good character and I really liked her character, but like the way that they wrote her in the show, she just ended up becoming one of Frasier's love interests in the end. And I just hated that. I thought it was a, Mm. I thought it was a horrible story. I thought they did her character disservice and I would just hate to see her come back as another perpetual love interest. So that's sort of, yeah, that's sort of where I'm at. I I can take it or leave it with those actors, but um, yeah, if David, if David Hyde Pierce doesn't come back, I don't see there being a show. Because Frasier, mm. Kelsey Grammer, he's great, but really what makes the show amazing is the dynamic between those two brothers. Mm. Um, it's just perfect. That dynamic mm. is absolute perfection. Yeah, I, I've barely watched any of the shows. I don't know, yeah, Friends, I guess, was my show during the 90s. Yeah. That's what I watched. And and I'd feel totally the same if they couldn't get all the friends back. And even then, I still just don't know if it could be the same. I feel like with a lot of these shows, they're really capturing a moment in time. Yeah. And as I just don't know how well a lot of them would would translate today. But I haven't watched Frasier, so I don't know if it would still if it would still be great. But I know from some of the things you said, I like as much as you said they'd probably want to drop the psychic stuff. I'm I'm all for making fun of psychics. Fuck them! Like they're bloody charlatans. <laughs> I don't know why I'm coming. For psychics, I guess. No, nah, <laughs> yeah, but the way they did hers, like she wasn't like she wasn't like she was selling she was selling psychic advice or anything. She was like, no, okay. I'm I'm psychic, and like she would say these things that turned out to be true later. Like it was really lame, oh, okay. and it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable. It was just one of those shitty '90s gimmicks sort of things. Okay. Um, okay. But. Actually, and and you know what, like, yeah, that sort of thing is also a big throwback from the eighties because they did. That's when they had like Mork and Mindy and stuff, where like you know, mm. you had your sitcom, but then you had the alien in there. So like that was their alien um, mm. to begin with. She was yeah. a literal alien in the sense that she came from Britain, um, and they really ran that home. So because they're like, oh, British people sound funny, or oh, British pe- British cooking's terrible. You know, to be honest, I agree with that, and that's why it's still funny, because, like, most British food is pretty shit. <laughs> oh, no. Like, their roast, their roast stuff is great, but, like, everything else is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I would never... Oh, and that's man. why you don't see restaurants that are, Brit- that are called British restaurants. <laughs> it's true. Oh. You never see that. 
Well, isn't there a lot of their food like ingrained in our culture anyway? Like we came from Britain anyway. Like I don't it know, is, I but guess... we call it Australian. We call it modern Australian, <laughs> and we call it pub. And even then, most of our pub food is mostly German. To be honest, it's all chicken schnitties and um, you know pork knuckles and and sauerkraut. Like. <laughs> Pretty bloody German. Sorry to anyone listening in the UK. I'm sure your food's great. I'm sure. I'm sure it is uh, good. It, it isn't. <laughs> they know that. They know that. Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. My name is Zach. I'm here with my absolutely stunning co-host. You look so you look handsome as ever, Lockie. Oh. How are you doing? Oh shit, thank you. How's it going, my friend? I've already, I've already called going, you Lockie, by the way. I hope you didn't. You've already called me Lockie. No, no, no. Um, going on, going on with the Fraser hype train. Um, my my name is my favourite side character from that show, and I'd love for her to come back. Here. I'm I'm BB Glazer, so you can call me BB. <laughs> Alrighty, well, as thanks to the magic of editing that I called you the first time, it's good to have you here, BB. I'm very Thank excited. <laughs> I'm just Junk thinking of, of Bebe now from bloody South Park. Ah, baby. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, it's going to be a little bit different today. We are recording, as you you know this, Lockie, but our listeners don't know. We're recording on Friday the 26th. And now, we normally record this podcast on a Sunday. <laughs> you may have noticed if you listened to last week's episode, um, I kind of, you know, missed a little bit of news about a bunch of layoffs of Activ- Activision Blizzard. <laughs> and, you know, the massive bonus that... Uh, a bonus and boner. The massive boner. <laughs> that uh, wow. Bobby Kotick got uh, yeah, after, after you know, those massive layoffs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was because I got the episode together on a Friday. So now we're recording on a Friday. So there's probably going to be a bunch of stuff that we miss that's going to come out after this. So just be aware <laughs> we may not get to cover absolutely everything. And speaking of those things, we won't be able to cover Monster Hunter right away as because, you know, it's Friday. It only just came out today. We've had no time to bloody play it. And also wonderful people that we're going to be getting joining us on the show next week. Paul and Andrew from the Inconsolables. We're having the both of them on. It's a podcast foursome. I'm so bloody excited. Um, yeah, bloody gives them some time to play it as well too. So yeah, get, get, get excited for next week's episode. Uh, already, even though you haven't even finished listening to this one yet. Just get excited for next week. (laughs) I'm already mentally checked out. (laughs) That's good. I got you where I I got, I got you to that state quicker than what I normally can (laughs) throughout the process of these episodes. I think we're, we're raring to go. And it's just me and you this week, Lockie. This is weird. No guess. What the fuck? I know. It's, it's really weird. It's nighttime. I'm exhausted from working all day. I've been staring at fucking computer screen and now i get to stare at more more screens oh no lucky i, I hope Zach. that we don't start like fighting you know now maybe the the guests were acting like a bit of a buffer for us you know we had to, oh like, absolutely we had to behave oh, yeah kid, absolutely but now... <laughs> we there is nothing between us there is no love or spark in our relationship anymore and we have been just bringing other people into our fucking vacuum a toxic vacuum of nonsense <laughs> 
just to try and keep things going. Oh, uh, and man. here we are. When you strip it all back, we got nothing. And uh, speaking of a toxic vacuum of nonsense, it's time to get into the gaming news. <laughs> <laughs> Our first story comes out of IGN and was written by Adam Bankhurst. Microsoft is allegedly in talks to purchase Discord, the gaming-focused chat software for over 10 billion US. As reported by Bloomberg, these discussions appear to be early as there is no imminent deal on the horizon. Furthermore, one source said that despite these talks, Discord may be more likely to go public than sell itself. While Microsoft is one of the potential suitors, Discord has also been in discussion with Epic Games and Amazon. VentureBeat first reported that Discord, the the company with roughly 140 million monthly users that recently raised 100 million at a $7 billion valuation, was exploring a sale worth more than $10 billion. Discord was said to be the one that reached out to Microsoft to gauge interest in a potential sale and that Xbox head Phil Spencer has been part of these chats. While purely speculation, it's important to consider how beneficial having a service like Discord could be for the future of communication on the Xbox platform. Xbox and Discord have worked together in the past as Xbox owners have the ability to link their Discord accounts to see what their friends are doing. Oh, here we go. So I, I think when Microsoft bought Bethesda, we were saying, "Oh, it's the, it's the Disney of gaming. It's buying everything. They're gonna, they're gonna own everything." Fucking, I'm, I'm starting to think, think that you know that even as much as we were like you know having a bit of a joke, I think that could be completely, <laughs> completely going to happen because yeah, if they're willing, they're they're looking to purchase up not only the games that we like to play and the IPs that we enjoy, but also the service that we like to talk about those games on. Oh, Microsoft is just getting its uh its uh its fingers into every pie. Oh. How are you feeling about this, Lockie? Oh BB. Sorry. Thank you. Um so <laughs> Can't fucking think, Zach. See, this is the problem. You like you've like, uh, I don't know. Do you... I get paid to think all day, Zach, and now and now <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Um, so, uh, Microsoft. So Microsoft. Um, I think they bought out Skype to begin with, and there's a funny history there because Skype sort of went nowhere over the course of the last few years, and um, it was really the rise of Zoom that took over Skype, and then you have Discord, which was sort of running at the same time. Mm. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what that means. I don't think necessarily Microsoft did anything actively wrong. I just think um, they, they're kind of unlucky because they, they bought Skype at a, at, at a point where Skype's value really dropped off the face of the earth mm. just because there were more, I suppose, there were better platforms at, at achieving what it is people generally wanted to. Although I use Skype all the time and I had no issue with Skype. But I will say that, yeah, Zoom Zoom is really good. And, um, I mean, Microsoft has their own integrated system, Microsoft Teams, and that's fucking good for work. So, But we're not talking about work. We're talking about the <laughs> gaming industry. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Help me out here, Zach. I can't... <laughs> Well, look, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm a little bit concerned, not only, like, you know, firstly, because I I just see Microsoft buying up too much shit. And I just, 
I, I honestly just don't think that's ever a good thing. It's good to have diversity in who's running these these companies and and healthy competition and you know Discord being the sort of biggest platform I'd say that people you know like sort of chat server platform that people talk on and 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 discuss games in. It's just scary to know that that's going to be completely owned by one uh, one company. You know what I mean? It's not like like I don't think Sony buying Evo is going to have anywhere near as much influence as as what you know something like Microsoft buying Discord potentially could have. Look, and it could just be good for Discord. The you know they get more money and they have better service. But as he said, after they bought Skype, uh, it was all downhill from there. And like you know, who's to say whether or not that was Microsoft's fault? But uh, all the memes I've seen on Twitter would imply, <laughs> and even the meme that you sent me as well would would imply yeah. that. Yeah, it's probably not good news that Microsoft's getting this because they, uh, yeah, they haven't done the best job in the past. Yeah, I don't think it's like, um, I don't think there's any causation there. There's what is it? Correlation is not causation. So there's a correlation. There's a connection there. But is it the cause? Probably not. It's probably yeah. external factors. Man, so, I, I did, I did yeah. cite memes though. That's like you know, you can put that in a bloody uh, what do you call it? A peer-reviewed article. I mean, well, that is where I got all my news from. So. <laughs> i do like i do treat like yeah i do treat memes with the utmost sort of <laughs> you know gravity and respect that they should be treated with but yeah. um this one I, I i also do acknowledge that memes can be made by anyone so memes <laughs> are the internet age uh you know bloody uh what do you call those pin boards that people put up on the wall those community boards or whatever Whatever's know. funniest wins, and that's <laughs> what truth is. It doesn't well, matter if they if they were true before that point, but truth is whatever is funniest. Okay. Well, you know what? I feel like we're just talking shit at this point. <laughs> yeah, we, we could not be further from video game-related podcasting at this point. Well, let's see how I can sort of... Get, get, turn this into a segue. That was we're talking shit. We got to talk about a game at some point, man. I think we've been talking about Frasier. We've been right, talking right, about. Right. We'll talk about a game. We'll talk about a game. All right. So we're talking about shit. Um, diarrhea. Uh, diarrhea leaks. Uh, somebody's leaking. We have a somebody's <gasps> leaking for everybody. Yes. This article comes out of Game Rant. And was written by Michael Beckworth. Activision has already confirmed that it intends on releasing another Call of Duty title by the end of this year. No shit. Though it didn't share (laughs) any other details. Since then, there have been several rumours and supposed leaks about the game's premise. But now, Call of Duty fan site Modern Warzone claims to have accurate information about the setting and title. According to its sources, the new Call of Duty is being developed by Sledgehammer Games, something Modern Warzone also claimed last month, and is currently under the working title of World war ii vanguard while this means that the name could very well change by the time of release it does confirm that also previously rumored world war ii setting assuming the information is to be believed modern Warzone insists that world war ii setting is true but it also acknowledges that it had previously reported that parts of the game will take place in the 1950s, leading to theories that it will actually focus on the Korean War instead. Modern Warzone believes that its original source was accurate, which could suggest that there will be cutscenes covering events after World War II ended, or the game will depict an alternate timeline where the war lasts past 1945 and into the 
fifties. Oh, that's a cool concept. So you know, take all this with like a huge fucking truckload of salt because you know it's a it's a leak. We don't know if this could end up being true, but every year, yeah, but the leak is there's... better than the truth at this point. Oh well, look what there's, honestly, there's Call of Duty leaks every fucking year, and they always turn out to be true. And my guess is probably because Activision treats their employees employees like shit. This is just speculation. I have no evidence of this. This this is all <laughs> this this may not be true. I don't that's know probably why yeah. they leak they leak shit out left, right, and center because yeah, I dare say they wouldn't be doing that if uh, they were being treated well. I don't know. I don't know how this stuff gets out, but yes, it does. And then we get to talk about yeah. it on a podcast. And look, I know <laughs> I don't give a fuck um, about Call Yeah, of just, Duty, just, but... just getting in there really quickly. Everything Zach is saying about Activision is alleged and he's not <laughs> basing it on, on, on literary, uh, literary fact. Please don't sue us. I just said it's not true. <laughs> anyway yeah, whatever Alleged. okay all right all right i made it very clear i had no evidence of that <laughs> i know i just don't want activision going after me i want to like I, I do want to enjoy some games from them i want to get get that yeah. um diablo 2 remaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah true i forgot that blizzard as well oh god yeah. anyway yeah look i know uh call of duty isn't something that <laughs> that i think either, either you or i have a, a ton of love for um i enjoy playing their campaign sometimes these days but i haven't played the on the online multiplayer for a lot of years now but no no this campaign sounds kind of intriguing if they're doing some alternate timeline stuff but i don't know i played modern warfare uh the you know the most recent one of you know the one before black ops cold war and that was supposed to be edgy and different and whatever and you know it's still just your same old call of duty shit the story the story was maybe you know better than the other ones but it's still not (laughs) nothing that great there's a million other game narratives that'll be better than it I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, if they want to reach people. They should probably just go for broke and like include Big Chungus or something. Mm. So, um, I think <laughs> no. I think the I think the concept is super interesting. Um, yeah. I I love alternate timelines, and I and you know, video games are an amazing platform to actually explore those sort of things. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think that. W- it's a dry well at this point if they want to actually depict history um, any more than they already have. Like, I think they've they've covered history at this point as much as they can in terms mm. of wars and all that jazz. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a good way to, to bypass that. Especially World War Two as well, too. They've already done... They literally had Call of Duty World War Two that they released a few years ago. And then they had uh, Call of Duty World at War, which came out after Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare like 10 years ago. So, like, it's their second <laughs> World War Two game they've done in, in the 10 years. So this will be the third now. Yeah. Do you like think it, it's? Do you think they do that just because we haven't really had another World War from, uh, you know, since World War II? Uh, well, they could go back and do World War One, but they never seem to do that. It's only... Um, no, World War One's really boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World War One's lame. Yeah. Um, well, he's hoping like, for well, another world war so he can get some better Call of Duty games. Yeah, World War One. <laughs> we need is new lame content for Call two. of Duty. Fuck. <laughs> the problem is, is that World War One happened too too close to World War Two, but everything was shittier and had shittier technology. So it's like on a video. I'm not saying the war. All wars are bad, but I'm saying the the actual game. Like it's more interesting to use the better technology. To a certain point. I don't know why, but like, I don't know why, but, you know, shooting a Thompson, a Thompson um, 
issue weapon in a video game is a lot more fun than shooting the older the older shit that was around in World War One. Mm. Yeah, well, it was all like I can't even remember all... what those guns were called. It was that yeah. boring. It was all rifles, you know, like you'd, you'd shoot once and then have to reload it. And yeah, that's not going to really translate very well. <laughs> that's to right. It was all muskets. Yeah. That's right. It was all muskets. And after every fire, they had to get that, that pole and, and clear out the soot and, and, and pack in more gunpowder. No, you're um, going back a bit further than that, I boring. think, my friend. That's a little bit. <laughs> they still had the they still had the blades on the end of it, but yeah, no, that you're thinking like American Civil War and <laughs> that kind of time. Oh God, Assassin's Creed Three? Anyone? No, no, no one says, no one says yes. God, to that. No, <laughs> Are you fucking what? No. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the end of our biggest stories this week. It's really just a whole bunch. Of teeny weeny little stories this week. So, the first one of those stories is Super Nintendo World has opened in Osaka, uh, Osaka's Universal Studios in Japan. So mm. yeah, lucky you think you. I've, I've, I don't know if you looked at any images of this. It looks fucking really cool. Uh, but to, yeah, and I'm not even that like... big of a Mario fan, but like I'm already sort yeah. of gushing over this. Is this something that you think if if you were to go to Japan? Do you, would you see yourself dropping in there or even, you know, even oh. more? Would you go to Japan just for this? <laughs> just for this? No. No. <laughs> Japan is an amazing country with so much to offer than just a theme park. Like, they have, <laughs> like, it's an incredible com- uh, a country with a rich storied history and culture and their, and, and their amazing way that they integrate their history into their modern world stuff is just fantastic and like yeah no i fucking love japan but um yeah i think this is i think this is a really exciting theme park if i were a kid if i was if i were a japanese kid i'd be so excited like you know they've got they've got so much um they've got so much joy to get out of this and i watched a couple of months back sakurai do sorry what's it sakurai um no it's who's the I always say Sakurai because that's my go-to with Nintendo, but who's the head of um, Nintendo that came up with Mario? Miyamoto. Who's the father of Mario? That's it, Miyamoto. That's it. So, yeah, Miyamoto did a, did a thing where he was um, he was showing off the theme park before the first run and he was going through things and, like, he just had this real genuine energy to him um, where he just seemed really genuinely excited about everything. And I thought it was incredibly endearing, and uh, it made me really want to go to the theme park. Oh, no, I see. I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't check that out, but yeah, I heard he, he made an appearance for the opening, which is yeah, oh, really, he's really such cool. a leader. He's such a good leader. Like you can just tell he's just such a good sort of person, and he really believes in the shit that he that he pedals. Yeah, well, I, oh man, I remember when Nintendo wasn't doing so well during like the Wii U years, and like you know the stock wasn't doing great, the company wasn't very profitable. Uh, I hope yeah. he didn't believe in the Wii U all that much. I hope that's where he, he was like, eh, <laughs> that, that's more of a corporate. I, I think they believe in all of it, in all of it to <laughs> like completely. I feel like it's probably like a cult over there, but hey, <laughs> God, what I, I don't know why I just you, throw prob- that shit in. You're probably right, but I'd, I'd like the, it's funny how like deep down I would, I would prefer for him to have been, have had a cynical view about that stuff than him to have actually genuinely believed it was going to be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, who knows? Honestly, I don't know. But I did like that during that time, uh, they, you know, they all took salary reductions because they were like, you know, it's our fault the company isn't doing well, so we should be the ones to have to 
pay for that and then, you know, compare that to someone like uh, Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision, who, yeah. you know, an update to that story, which I totally missed that, yeah, he took a big bonus that week when, he, when he'd uh, bloody uh, fired all those employees. Thanks once again to yeah. Dylan Vanderputten for, from uh, the Beta Network for pointing that one out to me. Uh, yeah, that, that mm. bloody bonus he got was $200 million. <laughs> 200, bonus he got two, his bonus is $200 million. His bonus is $200 million. Yes. I don't, that's not a salary. Like $200 Dude, million dollars his, just for him his, for his year's work. His fucking, that's, no, that's his fucking bonus. His salary is like 30 to 40 million a year. His bonus, bonus, 200 million, million, nearly quarter of a billion dollars. So basically he had some kind of fucking deal that he'd made with the board or whatever, where basically if he could get Activision stock to a certain price and keep it at that price for a certain period of time, then he gets this fucking stupid fucking payout and then... Here you go. So, yeah, they're in talks to, for all that to go through, uh, like, you know, the week over the week after all those layoffs. So, yeah, Fuck, update for insane. that one as well, too. That's uh, insane. Ab- absolute insanity. Like, you think that $200 million, I think probably could have maybe just paid those salaries, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or, ma- yeah, it's, it's actually, such a horrible... Pay them for yeah, that's like, the, that's like cartoonishly evil mm. business practices. I would not want to work for Activision. Like all those people that like didn't get cold would not be looking at this and thinking they wouldn't be thinking highly of their leaders. They wouldn't have any confidence in where that company's going. Mm. Um, it makes me concerned for the products I'm meant to be excited about because mm. that just makes me now skeptical that I'm going to get a good quality game at the end of all mm. of this bullshit. So, yeah. do you think um, it yeah. almost? Do you think it almost make you want to leak? information about upcoming games that people might not know <laughs> no never <laughs> no never yeah, I'm so, like no, it's starting I, to become no, a bit not. more clear I wouldn't why do that yeah no i wouldn't do that at, i wouldn't do that but i would leave a company if i didn't like and agree i know with the i know there. you wouldn't locky but i'm starting to understand why i call it gets my leaked. Uh, yeah, sorry, I understand you wouldn't be B, but I'm, I'm also starting to understand why. Yeah, und- you'd understand that I wouldn't be BB. <laughs> I wouldn't be BB. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you remember when, like, around when we first started the show, or actually yeah, mm. a few months in, Reggie Fizeme, the guy, the ex Nintendo employee, he uh, he joined the GameStop board. He is now left the GameStop board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. So he had like some advisory role for like a year, took a fat ass paycheck, and now he's on his way out. So I don't know what the go is there. I think maybe they're, they're it's part like they're doing a bit of a rework over there in America, try to pivot more digital or something like that. I I, I don't know. That's what the reporting <laughs> well, seems to show games- so far. Wasn't GameStop the one with the massive stock inflation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so-, so like I like. Yeah, I think being being a part of that company during that time, you'd just be sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know yeah. what this means for the company. Yeah, man, I can't wait to read the bloody... Oh, actually, who am I kidding? I'm not going to read the book. To see the movie that comes out based on the events of that, that stock price surge. Oh, God. Yeah, anyway, Reggie's left already, so take that information, do with it whatever the hell you wish. Uh, but now it's time to get in the dumps again. Remember how we were talking about delays 
like, you know, a couple of weeks ago. We had something delayed. I can't remember what it was. Maybe Returnal. I don't know. We've had a lot of delays this year. That's all I know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that was to be expected. Yeah, yeah. Well, more delays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming. They're more coming. delays. So we had official delay. Uh, Gotham Knights has been delayed until 2022. And they say they want more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. Um, so they didn't really go into detail as to why... They're delaying it. You can sort of guess that COVID probably would have had something to do do with it. But yeah, Gotham Knights not coming out until twenty twenty two now. Uh, Lockie, does that? Sorry, BB, does that bother you at all? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, hang on. Gotham One Knights. Second. So Gotham Knights is the uh, Arkham game that's being made by Warner Brothers Montreal. So it's like not. Not the not Rocksteady, not the team that did the Arkham Knight games. I think it's the same team that did Origins. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't concentrate. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I was gonna make. I was gonna make an amazing joke, but I needed to cross reference that it actually made sense, and it turned out that it didn't. So, um, <laughs> that's gonna be a great payoff for the listeners, Lucky. <laughs> oh, huge! Well, no, you're gonna cut all this, right? Um, just keep the very end part and make it look like (laughs) I just fluidly said that and did that in a second Um, yeah so I mean uh, I really like Batman I think we've we've spoken about Batman quite a lot in recent times so I think our fans know that it's it's a a quality title with some questionable releases um, around the platforms in history Mm. Arkham City is the not Arkham City, Arkham no, Arkham City's awesome. What was it called? Gotham City? Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight, that's it. Or Arkham Origins, what's the, the one that... Yeah, what's this one coming out? I thought this one was Arkham Knight. No, Arkham Knight was the one we talked about on the podcast last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I is... know. So, yeah, but oh, what is this, this is, one? Oh, this one's called Gotham Knights, yeah. Gotham Knights, <laughs> plural. For fuck's sake, I just can't... I can't keep track. <laughs> I feel like their titles are collapsing in on themselves. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I can't wait for... The... Like, I'm looking forward to it when it comes out, but I'm not, you know, I'm not at the edge of my seat like I am for Frasier. So I guess what I'm saying is Batman's no Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Look, I I much prefer Batman to Frasier personally, but that's just because I don't have the love and adoration for Frasier that you you, you Yeah, you just just don't appreciate, you just can't appreciate good comedy. I can't, I can't. I can only appreciate the fantastic role they had in that uh, one Simpsons episode where uh, Niles was going to blow up the dam. Um, Anyway, (laughs) if you liked him in that, that was them spoofing Frasier, that- like, his brother was David Hyde Pierce from the show. I know, I know, yeah, 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 I know. Okay, probably... okay, hey, you're you know... saying, yeah, you would have liked Frasier then if you liked it. I'm sure, Shit, hey, that hey you know what, Lockie, I'll, I will watch yeah. Frasier for you, I'll watch it, I'll give it a crack, I'll binge that shit. No, no, um, I want you to fucking watch Cheers, I hate Cheers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cheers well, is its uh, parent show, Cheers is yeah. where Frasier came from and it was awful. Look, Frasier's it. already a big would be a big thing for me to watch because I'm watching a show I have no nostalgia for that started in 1993 and it's just going back a little too far for me. Cheers is the 80s. I don't think that's going to hold up today. No fucking way. It didn't hold up then in my opinion. I thought it was fucking terrible. Um... Anyway, yeah. Anyway, Gotham Knights. So, yeah, look, I I loved Arkham Knights, but, you know, uh, Arkham Knight, but this is made by a different different developer and I did enjoy Arkham Origins. It It was a good game. Uh, not quite as good as Arkham City, though. 
uh, in, in my opinion anyway. So, look, tentatively excited about this one. I can wait for it, though. 2022, that's fine. Um, yeah, whatever. Whenever, whenever they need to delay, it's always a good thing. Um, but speaking of delays, now, th- normally, if someone tweets out that something's probably going to be getting delayed, we wouldn't really, you know, we take it with a grain of salt. But these tweets have come out of the, the one and only Mr. Jason Schreier in response to basically asking about a bunch of different upcoming games, basically. So someone's tweeted at him after, you know, a discussion about delays. At least God of War is coming in 2021, right? All Jason Schreier replied with was, LOL. <laughs> now, regular listen- listeners of this show have said, you know, would know that I've said from day dot, <laughs> there's no fucking way that this is coming in 2021. Uh, they've only shown us a symbol so far. They haven't even, like, really, they haven't showed us the full, like, they showed us the title and that's it. So, yeah, no, no big shock here. But, you know, this is coming from Jason Schreier. He's far more credible than me. This guy has his bloody, his uh, tentacles out in all the different gaming companies getting all the interesting information. Um, Yeah, so God of War, most likely delayed. Once again, what do you think, BB? Yeah, I mean, I still need to get through the, the base God of War game, so, you know, I'm, I'm sitting pretty there. I suppose, you, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, you're, you seem to love games getting delayed, so you must be really thrilled about this one. Oh, look, you know, I, I guess the only thing that I love about this is a little bit of validation because I, I, hey, I said it. I said it was going to happen and it happened. Oh, yeah. you were right. It's yeah. the Zach. Zach was right, Corner. This is what it feels like to be right. Yay. You did it. Yeah. You did it. Well did done. It. You took right. You took the cynical, you took the cynical view and it paid off like it always does. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. And let's, and let's keep that cynicism going. Uh, someone else tweeted out to Jason Trier, well, we're still getting Halo and Starfield this year, so honestly, we're good. And uh, old Jason Trier said, I don't know about that. Now, and I, yeah, I totally agree with, with uh, Jason Trier here. Like, Starfield, why would anyone think we're getting Starfield this year? We have not seen anything. We have not had any... What is Starfield? Starfield is an upcoming Bethesda title that has... They've literally just told us they're making it and, like, that it's a space game. And, you know, that that's about it. We know, we've seen nothing. There's no fucking way it's coming this year. Like, you know, <laughs> okay. like, they, they've still... They still had tons of work that they were doing on Fallout 76, like, just up until a couple of years ago. They take years and years and years to develop these massive games. So, I just... I don't see it coming out this year. Like, yeah. Anyway. I don't think they were doing much work on Fallout 76 at all. Oh, man. They added heaps to Fallout 76 after, the, oh, after that, that terrible launch. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. That... That game was a mess when it first came out. It's still not that fun a game, but it's at least playable and has, like, some content in it now. But, yeah, they definitely haven't managed to do a No Man's Sky uh, and, like, fully turn the game around. But, yeah, it's well, definitely... No Man's Sky is a much smaller company, so that's, uh, you know... Mm. Oh, yeah, no, Bethesda yeah, should the, be the, able the, to do they, it. But... They've been sitting on ass, is, is what I'm saying, is if yeah. they haven't been pumping out other games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, hey, that is... Uh, uh, Microsoft's problem now. They own Bethesda. Officially, <laughs> yeah, so Microsoft is Microsoft them. is going to crack the whip. Oh man, if they can get them releasing games that aren't complete buggy messes, I feel like finally, after all this shit with Cyberpunk and Fallout seventy six and all this shit, I feel like finally we've gotten to this point in games. And I don't know if it's just because so, the the media is so focused and all that that 
people are upset and like rightfully so when games are released broken. Like I think back in the day a Bethesda game would release and you'd sort of just be like, ah, oh, it's Bethesda, it's supposed to be broken, but I just don't know if it would fly now if they released another game. Like, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff in Cyberpunk we'd seen in Bethesda titles before and now, now to say Cyberpunk was broken probably more than any other game that I've played on launch before. Uh, other than probably, oh, no, even, yeah, any other game I'd say at launch. Um, Anthem I played in the beta, so it's not fair to include that. Um, yeah, so, so, mm. so yeah, like, I, I couldn't see, if they release their next Elder Scrolls and it's a buggy mess again, I can't see their reputation really su- surviving after that. And like, you know, I, I don't think people would have the same kind of expectations for a new Bethesda game at the very least as what they um, used to I have. I didn't. I don't know, Zach. All of their games are buggy messes. Like yeah. every that's that is Bethesda's one one sort of like you know one central theme that they have. Like you could argue that that is the theme of their story. Is mm. everyone is everything is a buggy mess? Mm. Like yeah, it, but there's so much to the game. There's so much charm there that you're willing to overlook it. But mm. those games crashed a lot mm. and would fuck up all the time. But there was just so much there that you were like, hey, I'll keep going. Look, they, they play a lot better now than what they did at release. And, and yeah, but yeah, they're definitely still janky and they're still not perfect. But like, God, if they release a game with the same level of jank as what Skyrim had it at launch, I, I would I would not be happy. I would not at all. It would really? put me off buying Bethesda mm. games um, until later on after launch. You know what I mean? Until six months to a year later. Like even CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk, like... I don't think I'd I'd get one of their games on release day now. Like if if I did, it would totally be to, just to cover it purely for the show. Um, you know, your potential buggy messes can be <laughs> fun to talk about, I guess. But yeah, like but, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, but I, that's the that that's true. You can derive fun from from failures as well. Like hmm. there's nothing better than something that's really good, but it has flaws, so you can really pick apart those flaws. Oh, but if I didn't so, have a podcast no. though to talk to vent about all this shit and talk about all this shit and to you know to let other people know not to play it because it is shit, <laughs> then no, no fucking way in a million years I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for that Bethesda title until I know it's actually a, a playable game. And not just like, cause okay. I, I'm okay with some bugs. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla had bugs, and like even that, I was like, eh, not, not, not the greatest, but it's like to a level that I'd say is sort of acceptable, almost. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. See, so yeah. even then, no, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'd say Miles Morales probably a better example. Very few bugs in that. I only had a couple of little bugs playing it. Um, and I'd you know, and and it, it works having bugs because it's a game about spider person. Anyway, oh. Leave that there. Oh, oh yeah. I was making a but terrible aren't, aren't, joke. Aren't, are spiders bugs? Are, I thought bugs were meant to be insects and spiders were... Ra- no, it doesn't matter. You're probably right. I, I don't know. It Either way, no, 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 ma- no matter what universe and how well... It, the, 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 the facts behind that joke are, no matter what, it was not funny. Yeah. <sighs> and we're going to continue to talk about something that is not funny... And like we don't normally talk about this sort of stuff on the show. It's not this. Zach, episode. I feel like all the energy is gone in this. Episode. No, no, no. Look, this, this uh, like I'm bringing the energy down on purpose because this is something that that you know is it's sad. It really is. And uh, we don't normally talk about stuff that isn't gaming related on this show. Even though this episode, I feel like, has turned into sort of fifty percent non gaming related stuff. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, Jessica Walters has passed away. Um, people oh, would yeah. know her from yeah. Archer and Arrested Development. 
Um, I absolutely love this actor. She she was incredible on both of those shows. Absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, she she was very brave in the way she stood up to uh, like some of her, her male co-stars in the years of Me Too. Uh, when some of the stuff came out about, you know, the, uh, I forget the name of the, the father of that family of, on Arrested Development, who apparently put her through a bit of hell while they were filming that, you know, uh, yeah. So a lot of massive respect for this woman as just an, an, an actor and also as a person. So it's very sad to see. Archer's one of my favorite shows of all time. My dog is named Archer after the show and the character Archer. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, very sad. Uh, do you, were you a fan of uh, of Arrested Development or Archer? Oh yeah, big time. So I I can't remember much of Arrested Development, but I remember her character was pretty much the best part of that show. So fantastic, uh, and I love Archer, um, which is basically her character, but you know, in a in a spy sort of context. Oh. So like. Yeah, she's a really good actress, really, um, really funny, and definitely. I I read the I read some articles about what she went through through the Me Too stuff as well, and um, she really came across as quite, quite, quite a genuine person that mm. um, really tried to like really tried to make other people's lives around her whenever she was involved better. So mm. yeah, really sad to hear about her passing. Um, God, yeah, I rest loved in peace, Mallory. Yeah, God, I loved her. Uh... Her bloody uh, her uh, uh, chemistry with with Archer on the show, like their their relationship was like one of, if not my favorite thing on that show. That sort of messed oh, up. Oh yeah, that mo- show's mother's dead. son relationship they had. It's just it, oh, God, such yes, yeah, <laughs> such a yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, very very sad to yeah. see. And uh, that yeah. show that show was was on its way out anyway. But but this I, I don't see how they could keep going. Like, I I just don't think that the show really has a... Like, I love that show and I love the characters' dynamics, but I just don't think they can keep going without yeah. Mallory. Look, I've got so. to say, like, the last the last few seasons haven't been sort of the same anyway. I'd say that was sort of... I, don't, I think the show was sort of not really sure where it wanted to go anyway, so I feel like this is a good excuse for them to just be like, yeah, we're, we're going to... Um, yeah, no, no, no longer do this show. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's very sad to see. Um, yeah. I don't know how to. I feel weird continuing on with the games that were released in the last week, uh, but because that's what's up next on the docket, we're going to be talking about the games that were released in the last week. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we can fix at the ending there. So it's like, yeah, all right. I don't know. Oh we'll fuck it! Out. Look, yeah, oh, yeah. Look, yeah. We we got to. We're still going to do the show, even if we talk about bad news. We've talked it. Yeah, I know you yeah. bum. You bumped me out now because <laughs> like I wasn't thinking about that, and now I'm thinking about that. Okay, and it is sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm Anyway, I'm, I'm let, sorry. Lucky. All right, tell me about a good game. Tell okay. me, this, games are all about escaping our emotions. So okay, you know okay. what's good. Well, hopefully, hopefully, some of these games that were released. Uh, in the last week, we'll get you at least somewhat excited, get your oh, energy back. So, Evil Inside came to PS5, PS4, and PC. Uh, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, uh, came to PC and Xbox One. We had Arkham Horror, Mother's Embrace, come to PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch. I do not know what that is. It has Arkham in the name? What? Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna look into that and talk about that when we, <laughs> when we start our impressions, oh. just because I'm very curious as what. Do you, do you know what Arkham is? It will only know it from Batman. 
Yeah, okay, so even in Batman, it's a nod to an author called H.P. Lovecraft, and he... Yeah, and he did eldritch horror novels, so he came up with Call of Cthulhu and a whole bunch of other really cool unspeakable horrors that, you know, if anyone came into contact with even a glimpse of one of these things, they'd go crazy because it's sort of like an unknowable evil and madness. So it's cool. It was existential horror. Um, So Arkham is the name of the town where all the crazy shit usually happens in his stories. Uh, And so that's why in the Batman comics, they decided to name as a nod to to that writer and his and his stories their asylum as Arkham. Oh. Well, there you have it. I'm no longer going to look into that one now. <laughs> yeah, no need to. No need to. <laughs> no I, need I had to. that straight off the dome. Bloody oath. Um, God, there was actually a lot of games released in the last week. We also had a game called, uh, I have no idea how to pronounce this, Tunch? Tunch? T-U-N-C-H-E. Uh, it's a roguelike that came to Nintendo Switch, so might might potentially check that out, see if something better than Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands came to Nintendo Switch. It's just a re-release of an older game. Uh, Project Cars Go, <laughs> an iOS game. A Crash Bandicoot iOS game. Uh, Overcooked All You Can Eat. I'm assuming that's just like a... Yeah, it's a compilation of both of the Overcooked and probably the DLC as well. I, I'm just guessing there. I don't actually know that. That came to PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 uh, came to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Space Base Startopia came to all platforms other than Nintendo Switch. Out of the Park Baseball 22 came to PC. K's and the Wild Masks came to PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch, and Google Stadia. Uh, Balan Wonderworld was released and came to all platforms except for Google Stadia. Uh, it Takes Two was also released. That came to almost all platforms except for Google Stadia. That's one I'm curious to check out. It's from the developers of A Way Out. You know the fuck the Oscars guy? No. Okay, well, it's another one of those <laughs> co-op ones where if one person bu- buys it, both the people get it, and it's like a, a game that you play through with somebody else. So I'm, I'm keen to check that out. So shout out to Hunter. Uh-huh. I dare say I'll be wrangling you up for that one. And uh, yeah, finally, Monster Hunter Rise came to Nintendo Switch, and that'll be coming to PC in 2022. But more on that later. It's time to take a quick break, and then we'll jump back on in with the games that we've been playing. Now, really quickly, before we jump into impressions, I forgot to mention, uh, like last week when I talked about, you know, PlayStation's Play at Home initiative, they got all those games coming that you'll be able to play. Those games are available to play now. Like, you know, Res Infinite, Astro Bot, all those indie games. You have like nine games for free now on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. So get on that. Bunch of free games. Even if you don't want them, just add them to your library anyway, because they're free. And you get to have them forever. And then, yeah, later on Horizon. So get excited. Get excited. Yeah, fucking get them up, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, something I got up me this week was a bit of Fall Guys Season 4. Oh, yeah. I know I've talked about Fall Guys a lot on this show. <laughs> oh, but um, so yep. I, won't, I won't stay on Fall Guys <laughs> too long. So, you know, everyone knows who listens to this show, Fall Guys, is a, basically a, a physics-based uh, platforming uh, battle royale game where you play as these cute little beans running through these colourful levels. And Fall Guys Season 4 has added more new levels 
than I think any uh, previous season so far. As I have I have checked them all out. They've added seven new levels to this one, where I believe the most they added previously was four, uh, which is really cool. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff there to play around with. It's a lot of fun, and some of the new levels they've put in are so cool. Um, I'm I'm definitely a big fan of. So they've they've really seemed to double down on races. Uh, which is good because uh, races were always the funnest kind of shows for me. Like the team-based ones are cool, but those those races where you just get from one end to the other and have to get through the obstacles, which is so much fun, um, and just led to so much hijinks. So I was really glad they sort of doubled down on that. And yeah, the new sort of races they added. There was like one where um, I don't I don't think you yeah you didn't didn't really play much Fall Guys. I think Lockie it was only just that one time that you played it with the inconsolables, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So ba- sorry, this- sorry. I started getting bored, and I read, and I was reading a job application for production planner, but then they called it HR ambassador in the wrong section. So, like, it's it's all over the shop, and so oh. that just that just intrigued me. Anyway, well, I'm glad um, you're so interested, yeah. Lockie. Hopefully, our audience <laughs> is at least enjoying this. Well, anyway, for you, well, guys- I mean, if they like he- if they like hearing about the bouncing beans from um from that game, then yeah, um, it's a it's a good game. I mean, there's nothing uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's good that you're getting an uh, you're getting more content, more DLC, more maps, mm. more levels. Great. Um, the game didn't quite get- grab me. Um. I thought it was fun. I thought it was really fun for like one evening, but I didn't really feel like, you know, rushing to the store to pick it up. Mm. Um, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot, there's, there's a I lot guess, for people who are fans to get out of. It's not get, my game, but it's I guess a, at the end of the day, I got it for free. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't pay yeah. anything for it. I, I already had a PS plus subscription and it came included in that with PS plus. So I guess I didn't rush out and buy it, but it's the first multiplayer game since like, you know, call of duty black in the, uh, back in the day. Uh, that yeah. I've really did you just sort say of... black in the day? <laughs> black in the day, I did. Uh, that I really, uh, that I really got into. Well, um, you got my attention again. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, <laughs> All right, but, I'm in. Like like uh, it hasn't like it's not like I've played it consistently throughout the whole time. But you know, when they add this new content down the track, I always enjoy jumping back into it. It's a good one just to play every now and again and catch up with the friends. You know, shout out to Hunter, uh, Sam, and Maddie. Uh, we always have a great time. We all play. Four guys together. And yeah, these new levels, fantastic. They're going like with this sort of tech techno theme, I guess. It kind of reminds me of like those levels in Crash Bandicoot 3, Warped, where it's like neon everywhere. Um, and they're a lot mm. of fun. There's like, you know, these sort of segments where they'll mess with gravity so you can jump a lot higher and then, you know, they'll, they'll you know, mess with it in the other direction so you can't jump high at all. Uh, there's like, there'll be like buttons around the, the sort of race that you're doing, uh, which will affect the gravity uh, in these areas, so you can basically sort of fuck people over. Uh, like, say they move to an area where it's definitely better to have less gravity, uh, you can hit the button on your way out and change it so that mm. the gravity is increased for when they're running through there. So it it makes for a lot of fun. It's like, yeah, it's it's as frustrating as that can be. It is still, yeah, an, an absolute ton of fun. The, the new levels they've added is great. And one new thing that they've added to the game, which I think could possibly be a bit of a game changer, is they've added basically uh, squad... Uh, squad uh, uh, squad shows so you can do a show with with between two to four people and you can win crowns together so you each win a crown mm. if you are the winning team at the end and I think that'll that, that'll change the game for a lot of people because now they can actually get you know some people who may not have been able to get a crown before may have more of a chance when they can play uh, with a bunch of their friends all together 
so yeah, very cool, very cool to see mm. they've added that. Um, now, yeah, definitely. the The Crown is a very popular show, so <laughs> to see that they can get more of that. Now, in saying that, when we tried to play, and like mind you, we only managed to play the new season twice. Uh, when we tried to play the Squad show, every time we tried to join it. Uh, the closest it would get, you need 40 people to start a match. It uses the same amount of people as what a normal match does. So 40 people to start it, but 60 people total when it's full. Uh, and yeah, it'd get to 37 and then slowly would drop down people. And I don't know if it was people dropping out because they got sick of waiting or there's just some kind of weird glitch that was happening. But both nights that we tried to do it, every time we got into squad shows and the match would go to start, it'd get to 37 and then drop right down, and we'd end up having to quit out because we were just waiting 10 minutes to try and get into a match, and it's just never going to get there. So I know it sounds like a great idea, but so far, I haven't actually got to fucking use it yet. <laughs> hmm. Very frustrating. Now, Epic Games... Oh, that's a shame. Epic Games bought the four guys, Ultimate Knockout developers, Mediatonic, recently, and already when you start up the game, there's like a big old Epic Game symbol. Uh, so they, they didn't waste any time making sure that, that people knew that this was an Epic Games game. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll see maybe possibly because Epic Games has bought it, they might follow the Fortnite model and make it a free-to-play game and try and get it on all the platforms and uh, just charge people microtransactions rather than uh, the $30 upfront cost. Do you think, knowing mm. they've added all this extra content now, you'd be coming in Season 4 with a whole shit ton of races um and the possibility that might become free to play could you see yourself jumping into it yeah totally look you know what the the, probably the biggest reason why i don't i'm not too excited about it is just because i don't really have any friends so (laughs) like you know that's that's the biggest limitation there is that's what that's mean (laughs) (laughs) i feel terrible (laughs) (laughs) no i have friends but we're all on different platforms like Mm. it's not a yeah and so it's um like that's the thing like it's great that this stuff is getting updated it sounds awesome what the new levels are bringing to the table um i love me some gravity shenanigans Mm. so yeah sounds good makes Mm. me really wish i had a ps5 (laughs) where you can play it on ps4 uh, but oh, you know, you know, it. like another thing that that comes with <laughs> Epic Games is that they try to make it cross-play with absolutely everything. Uh, so you know, Ooh. who knows if 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 all go, if if they follow the same kind of path that what they did for Fortnite and eventually Rocket League, which they they purchased Rocket League as well, uh, which did go free to play and cross-platform, then you might be able to join in on some of these four guys nights there. Like, yeah, oh, look out! You can join Ooh. the madness. Ooh. And you know, I think you'll soon realize that Four Guys is just like an excuse for us to kind of get, get drunk and just sort of catch up. But it's always a fun time playing it, that's for sure. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. But hey, look, yeah, that's enough about Four Guys. Lockie, is there anything you want to talk about you've been playing? Oh, look, it's funny how I was rolling my eyes at Four Guys, but I got nothing new to bring to the table. <laughs> what the fuck do I get off? Um, so... I've just been playing some games that I've been absolutely fucking loving. I've just been trying to do the 100% completion with um, uh, Mario 3D. Oh my god, that game's so much fun. And Bowser's Fury, I have I have completed all... I, I got all the shines last night. And mm. something cool happens when you get all the shines. So I don't want to spoil that. But, you know, there's something... Uh, you, they do give you some, some little bit of additional content if you do get all the shines. So, um, 
Yeah, so, it, yeah, God, that's such a good game. I just wish it was longer. Like, if they if they could just find a way to integrate, like, a DLC expansion model, I would just keep giving them money because that game, that platform, there's so much. It's such a fun playground. They just need mm. to keep adding. And I'll keep paying. Fuck. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. That's not Nintendo's deal. They don't like that. Yeah. I, I did just... They're, they're one and done. I, I did just trade in my copy of that towards getting uh, uh, bloody uh, Monster Hunter Rise. And that's no, oh, no nothing yeah. against against the game at all, but, like, I because like, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic Mario game. Like, it's probably my second favorite next to uh, Super Mario Galaxy. But, yeah, like, it's it's just I, I'm not that big a Mario fan, and I enjoy platformers, but, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I sort of grew out of them a little bit when I grew up. Like I played games with sort of a, a bit more to it or, you know, with platforming, but a whole bunch of other stuff as well too. And, and yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like find Battle Royale. Sort of... you, well, I, not Battle Royale, the, um, that game that you're just talking about. Smoosh, uh, Smoosh and Bots or something. Fall Guys. That's it, Fall Guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, Smoosh I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to happen eventually for me yeah. four guys if it was a single player game no no definitely. but there's more to it because yeah. there's more to it and that's what you like about four guys is that you're doing it like it's not just a platformer there's all these mini games that are integrated into it mm. it's a lot of variety you can do it with people like you you can't do any of those things with mario it's just mm. you and and someone can be the second and tell the little bowser jr what to do on the screen oh fun yeah I only hang on to games if I know 100% I'm going to play it again. And I loved it, and I, but I've, I've had my time with it. So, I, yeah, I knew I was, I was done. I was happy to trade in. Monster Hunter Rise, I don't know if I'll be doing that w- with that because I imagine there will be DLC later on down the track that I'm 100% mm. going to want to get. Um, oh, but you don't know if you like it yet. I know, I know. I've, I've just, I've got, a, I hope it's good. I've got a good feeling about it. Um, even if it's not good, I'm I'm so pumped to get Paul and Andrew on next week to talk about it. I think it's going to be a really, mm. really fun episode. Um, but yeah, look, I, I guess I have a, I have a feeling it'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I, look, I played the demo, so I, I have had some kind of impression of it. Uh, and yeah. and it, like it, it 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 felt very reminiscent to me of Monster Hunter World. Like as soon as I started doing, playing it, I was like, oh okay, I'm already starting to feel that itch. Um, unfortunately, you know, in the demo, because you can't upgrade or do anything like that, there's no point, uh, grabbing the, the, like doing the, uh, grabbing the resources from the, the monsters that you hunt and something just felt really mm. gross about that to me, just killing the monsters without using the, <laughs> the monster resources to, to upgrade. So yeah. Oh, did you feel like you're violating your, your ethical sense? Of <laughs> well, it already like. feels kind of gross sometimes killing these monsters. Eventually you're like hacking limbs and stuff game. off them. Yeah, I know, but they're like, <laughs> it's a just... video game. You kill people in most I video games. No, but they're, they're just doing their thing, you know, just trying to exist oh, in this difficult world. And then I'm just coming hey, along with my team off. of, of weirdos with massive weapons and fucking crazy cats and dogs and, 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 murdering them gruesomely and slashing no no if you apply ethics to 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 video games like you know every time (laughs) you played those those war games or any of those gruesome horror slaughter (laughs) games like if you didn't feel anything then you don't get to suddenly feel bad now no 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 look i i guess it's more just um i really the thing i love the most or one of the things i love the most about monster hunter was that 
sort of loop of getting your resources and then going and spending them on the new stuff and not be able to do that in the yeah. demo. It's just like, oh, I want this. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for this. So yeah, yeah, it's I'm... the RPG. It's the RPG like trap. It's yeah. the RPG element. That's what keeps you hooked on those games yeah. is knowing, oh, I want to, oh, I have these options and how I can upgrade. I want to see what it's like. Mm. Oh, it'd be nice if I was a little bit stronger. Mm. Like th- that's how they keep you. I'm ready for Monster Hunter. That's all I'm saying. I'm 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 all ready to go. Like it's uh, this year so far has not it has not been a, a a very packed year as far as games coming out. Uh, this yeah, week was probably it really has amount of releases that we've seen in a while. Um, like yeah. I enjoyed Hitman, but it was like nothing. Not still not particularly my kind of game. So I feel so I don't know. Monster Hunter still isn't 100 the kind of game that I completely froth over, but it is one of the games this year that I'm more anticipated for than a lot of others is probably in my top three up there, mm. like next to Ratchet and, and Horizon Zero Dawn, but uh, it's Ratchet mm. and Horizon are on a bit of a, bit of a different level to it. But yeah, next week, get bloody excited for it. But I don't know, look, I'm curious to see if you'll want to talk about the other thing that I've been playing at all. And it's another old game. So I don't, I don't know. We, mm. we won't okay. spend much time on it. Um, but you know, as I said, well, there's been no games coming out at the moment, you know, there's been nothing coming out. And I saw something, uh, like for, on special for $15 on the PlayStation store. I'm like, oh, fuck it. And you would never guess in a million years what the game is that I've been playing, but basically I've, I've uh, hang on. Let me try and guess it. Um, let's do this. Spice world on the PlayStation one. I cannot believe you got it on the first try. That's fucking ridiculous. Yes. How did you know? Fucking yes. I knew it. I knew I knew that game. I knew you would go for that game. With oh, the fucked up character-based models. And, and <laughs> how it's just a basic mixer. So you get to listen to like... And they only have like three songs that you can choose from, from Spice Girls. Yeah. Everybody That's in the, the world, one. spice up your life. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, did you want to have any serious guesses, or should I, should I just guilty, tell you guilty pleasure? Yeah, tell me. Yeah, um, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Now it's the only Assassin's. Oh, I always said it was Rouge. <laughs> that's the uh, that's what they call it when it's all in French. It's <laughs> it's Assassin's Creed Rouge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Assassin's Creed Rogue. It's the only. A uh, game in the Assassin's franchise that I I haven't played. Uh, it came out at a weird time. It was sort of uh, came out alongside Unity, which <laughs> Unity a lot of people did not like. So Ubisoft wasn't exactly in people's good books. And Unity was the uh, yeah. PS4 next gen version, and Assassin's Creed Rogue was the uh, PS3 Xbox 360 previous gen version that they put out, mm. seemingly just to satiate those people who haven't got the new console yet. Uh, so yeah, it's. it's 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 super weird playing this game. Um, like like, I, I can't say I've exactly had the most amazing time with it. It kind of it <laughs> it feels really reminiscent of Assassin's Creed Three. It's it's very much a mashup. It feels of Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's Creed Four because a lot of the elements of Assassin's Creed Four are there with like having the the uh, fortresses with the siege battle and you're you're going around on your ship which you can upgrade to the absolute fucking hilt. There's a million upgrades for it. Uh, these big open ocean sort of uh, open world areas. There's two of them. Oh. Um, so I thought. Uh, hang on. Where where does Rogue take place in? It takes place in the Americas. So you're in like North Atlantic. Uh, oh. New York is the main city that you go to. Uh, so that's where it sort of oh. has this weird sort of crossover. 
with Assassin's Creed 3. And actually, even, and spoiler, it's an old game now, so fuck it, I'm going to spoil it. Like, even uh, Haytham shows up. Uh, because uh, the big yeah. difference with this Assassin's game is that you're actually playing as a Templar. Uh, instead of playing as an assassin, the whole the whole theme of it is that you've been betrayed basically by the assassins, and you end up uh, turning to the Templars because they happen to be the good ones at that point in history, I guess, uh, from this character's perspective. Uh, so yeah, yeah, um, Hatham pops up. Did this at, at take place? Sorry, did this play- take place before or after Black Flag? So I believe. God, I said that really weird. Black Flag. <laughs> Black Fuller. I wasn't going to say. Like, my, my brain is shutting down. Lucky, I am not a night person. Lucky had a stroke. No. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Bloody. I'm shutting down. <laughs> it's, I believe, uh, based after the events of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, because, you know, a bit of trivia for everyone, uh, the, uh, the protagonist of Assassin's Creed Black Flag is the uh, father of Haytham, uh, from uh, Assassin's Creed 3, and then the also the grandfather oh. for the uh, main protagonist of Assassin's Creed 3, which I can't remember oh, his I name. I thought he right was now. the son of Hatham. No, no, yeah, he was the yeah the father. Oh he was shit! The, so the, the, oh, I'm all turned around then. So Assassin's Jeez. Creed 4 technically was a prequel. So yeah, it's it's, and that's been the most interesting sort of aspect of it, I guess, so far. Is just sort of um, I feel like I'm sort of playing a, a piece of like like history like i'm playing like a bit of fan fiction uh made by like some assassin's creed fan you know what i mean it includes all the characters that are like a bunch of characters that i know know, and familiar mechanics and some similar locations but it's got like a very different story um it's like a really Mm. sort of out there story because it's like you know what if assassin but templar (laughs) you know what i mean Mm. uh so Mm. yeah like uh, like that aspect of it i've found to be pretty cool like i've actually probably what i've played so far um at least so far i've enjoyed more than what i've enjoyed of assassin's creed 3 but assassin's creed 3 yeah definitely doesn't hold up all the way towards the end so we'll see if this will stand the, the test of time if i do end up bothering to finish it but yeah like sim- very similar sort of gameplay mechanics to assassin's creed 4 and a lot of similar locations and stuff to assassin's creed 3 so yeah as a big uh, as a someone who's played all the assassins game and i wouldn't say i'm like i'm a diehard fan or anything but i do enjoy them like i know i'm gonna be getting uh every title at least in the near future um yeah it's, it was a yeah cool cool sort of uh trip down the old ubisoft lane i guess to you know, check out something that they did back in 2013 2014 something like that you should play unity <laughs> it's, it's funny because i actually sort of want to now <laughs> and i yeah. know it's like derived absolutely derived but i'm sure it'd be in a better state now than what it was at what it launched and it costs absolutely yeah, nothing exactly I'm so curious because I never played it yeah. and I knew that it was a disaster at launch, mm. but like, I'm just curious, what would it play like now? Yeah. And another spoiler for this game, and this is actually uh, talked about by uh, Aaron, a uh, shout out to Aaron, a great friend of ours and regular guest on the show. One of the times when he was on the show, he was talking about Assassin's Creed Rogue 2. Maybe he was talking about his impressions of it, so hopefully we're not completely rehashing something. I Yeah, he, he does drone on about Assassin's Creed, like he can't <laughs> fucking shut up about it, but I'm thinking... um. I think he was talking about the the uh, one that happened in England with the twins. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Well, somehow so we I managed to... I, I know that he did bring this up, but somehow we managed to get to basically Assassin's Creed Rogue uh, uh, when that ends. Basically, apparently your final mission, and it's sort of teased a bit throughout the rest of the story as well too, uh, that, that final mission is the mission that begins the story of Assassin's Creed Unity. And yeah, they've already teased that by having like brief segments where you're in Notre Dame and it's it's 20 years in the future. So I've, I've, I've already seen like hints of that coming. So yeah, I'm sort of curious to see how that's going to play out in the old Assassin's Creed lore and see if the, 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 the ending is as shit as what every other game seems to mm. end. <laughs> Oi, oh. Zach, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I, and our list- I hope our listeners also enjoy this. Um, but I can't wait to get... Aaron to come back on the show and we'll be able to find out all together if he's actually listening to these episodes because I talked a lot of shit about him just then <laughs> so so like tune in because we will get Aaron back on the show and we'll be able to test this out <laughs> I'm very curious to see how that plays out but hey I think that's enough fun. Assassin's Creed Rogue what do you think you, have you heard enough Lockie <laughs> oh yeah I've had more than enough of Assassin's Creed I'm done <laughs> I'm done. Right. I mean, like, you know, I, I I enjoy so many of the games, but, like, yeah, those games during that time, Assassin's Creed 3 really ruined it for me, and it was only until Origins sort of um, started reeling me back in. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, I, I'm kind of over the, the way... Yeah, I tried playing Black Flag in recent times, and I just found that I... After, after having played all the sort of action integration version of the games, I just can't go back to that you know chain chain the hits and and then move on like i just i can't go back oh it's so janky and i don't think ai in the current ubisoft games are good but the ai in in these era like assassin's creed 3 and this assassin's creed rogue is fucking atrocious like the npcs Mm, just like they're, they're, they're terrible and oh, and not to mention just doing the the platforming, like the parkour. The amount of times that you, the character will not do what you want them to do, they've they've made more improvements to that than what you would think over the years. Like I, I definitely was not as frustrated playing Origins or Odyssey or or Valhalla. That's mm. for sure. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Well, we're done talking about that, and that means we're done for the show for another week. And if you want to tell us how about how you're done with this show. You can send your feedback to <laughs> news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Yeah, no, I know we went off the rails a bit with this episode. There's a lot of non-gaming related stuff, but as I said, we've got a great episode coming up next week with Paul and Andrew for the inconsolable. So we're already apologizing. <laughs> we're already apologizing for our show. We're sorry, listeners. <laughs> You had to fucking sit through that one, but you know, we got an alright one coming up, we promise. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, bloody hell. Any uh, any final words for our listeners, Lucky? Oh, no, as always, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to get the Frasier reboot that I know that we're all waiting for and hoping mm. will be um, great and not delayed and have everyone we want as actors to reprise their roles. I don't care about Daphne and <laughs> Let's get us some David <laughs> motherfucking Hyde Pierce up in this biznatch. That's what we need. And everyone out there, you know what you need to do? Well, you don't need to, but I think it's good advice. Please, 
very generic advice, so I don't know how I can really go wrong with it. <laughs> take care of yourselves, please, and take care of one another. I think you're doing great, Lockie. I think you're doing fucking oh, you. fantastic. Uh, that's, anyway. Oh, no, I wasn't saying it on that, but uh, I know I'm great, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not bringing it like I usually bring it, that's all. <laughs> oh, it's one of those, just, just me and you anyway. No one else will see this, so yeah. it's all good. <laughs> no one else is going to listen to this. You've been lying to me this whole time about those numbers. It hasn't even been on Spotify. <laughs> I haven't even put it on there. It's all just what a, in, a, in a folder on what, my laptop. <laughs> what a crazy fucking, what a crazy oh. thing that would happen if like, yeah, it, I find out at some stage like that I've been doing this for years and no one had been listening and you had just been using it as an attempt to like, as like this, this insane elaborate attempt to just force me to talk to you every week. Man, you know, that would be the biggest sort of M. Night Shyamalama Bam body <laughs> twist ever. Because for, like, like, because for one thing, we've had guests come on the show and reference yeah, yeah. previous episodes of the show. So, I mean, yeah. I would have had to have... Like, like they're said- all paid actors. <laughs> like, you had to pay them off because you gave them, like, briefs <laughs> on what they had to read up on before they came on. Hey, hey, yeah, I do organise uh, all the guests, Lockie. Oh, so, that- as far as I you know, know like- that's exactly what I can oh, be doing. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like the biggest gaslighting moment of all time, and I would never be able to trust anyone again. And afterwards, oh, I would man. just be a broken shell of a human. <laughs> that is some, uh. that is some tr- Truman Show level shit right there for sure. Ah, that's awesome.